Hey, it's Shamar James, a freshman linebacker for the University of Florida. You're listening to V2 Sports. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talk It Up with V2. Today we are joined by, y'all heard it, Shamar James, straight from the University of Florida. So welcome on. We're glad that we could get this interview scheduled, and we understand that the fans love it as well. So I was uh, told prior to recording this episode that I need to let somebody else go first so that I don't steal his question. So I'll go ahead and let Jaron start. Look at this. How nice. So I got a bunch of questions for you, Shamar. Some football related, some not. Uh, the first question I just wanted to ask is like towards the end of your recruitment, I know there was Georgia was trying to get you and then Alabama. And I feel like C Rob was trying to get a late push for Auburn. Like, what was your ultimate decision in deciding Florida over those schools? Um, I would say the reason why I chose Florida is because of the um, the atmosphere in Gainesville and just my relationship with uh, most of the players on the um, current roster. And I would say that was really the uh, the deciding factor for me uh, come signing day. That's legit. You know, I was, I was glad to hear your name called and signed to the Gators because we was going to be worried if we was going to line up against you next year. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, you just – didn't you just move to Gainesville a couple months ago? Uh, yes, uh, May 31st. Yeah, so how's how's that been going for you, like getting, getting set and getting in Gainesville since you're there now? Um, it's been a, a very uh, smooth transition. Um, like I said, I know most of the guys on the uh, roster, so it was kind of um, kind of felt like home when I got uh, on campus. And I'll say um, the first couple of days, I would just kind of get like acclimated to everything. But after that, like after my first week, I was uh, it was smooth sailing from there. That's that's legit. That's what we like to hear, man. I'm glad that now everyone knows at least Florida fans knows the infamous photo when C. Rob came and visited you. Wearing the cowboy hat and that jacket, man. What was what was that about, man? Um, it was actually that's just the relationship that me and Coach C Rob have. Um, he came with the bubble jacket and I had my cowboy hat on, so he kind of like you know put two and two together. So that's what that was. Uh, you bet we're gonna be putting that on posters one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, last question for now that I got is like. Like, we know that you have great relationships with probably most of the coaching staff there, but there seems like two people that you're really close with, and that being Jamar Chaney and then Katie Turner. If you was forced to choose, which one would you choose? Katie Turner. She the GOAT. It's just that simple. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. I'm going to pass it off to the next contributor. I appreciate it. No problem. Hello, Shamar. Um, one of my questions are is um how do you feel about what Billy Napier is bringing to the program? Um, I feel uh I feel very excited, very confident uh in what Coach Napier is bringing to the program. Um he he really does focus on uh, the small details about the players like the parking, like we got our uh, custom suits. Um so I'll say he, he really is a, a great coach and a even greater human being. And also, um, I was looking at your film. I look at your film times. Um, I see that you're like very, very 
not only in like the run game, but you're also good at like covering, covering guys and picking passes off. Um, a player that I like, um, a player that I compare you to a lot is like Keanu Neal. You're like very, very like you're like a hard hitting guy, but like cover and pick passes off. And um, and that's all. Um, who is also like a Gator player that you will like compare yourself to? Uh, you said who is, who is a Gator player that I compare myself to? Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I haven't really thought about that. Um, you're going to have to ask me that later on down the line. So uh, no answer for that one right now. All right. My next question is, um, um, what is your relationship like with the um, linebacker coaches? Um, you said with all the linebacker coaches? Yes, sir. Um, so I'll say, um, I'll say my my biggest and I guess strongest relationship you can say is with uh, Coach Bateman because he's my uh, position coach. So I talk to him uh, almost every day. You know, we go over the playbook. You know, just uh, new installs during meetings, and um, I'll say he's really the uh, like the I maybe say a couple words to to the outside linebacker coach, but it's really uh, Coach Bateman that that I'm talking to the most. That's great. Um, that's all I have for right now. Okay. Thank you. All right, so I'm back. I know y'all all heard me do the intro, but didn't want to steal anybody's questions. So we all kind of like to watch, you know, the people we bring on film right before we go to record. And I'm looking right now, and it looks like you played a little bit of wide receiver. Uh, yes, that's correct. So were there any colleges that were recruiting you to play anything other than linebacker? Because it says when you're 24-7, uh, what looks to be your junior year in 2020, you played running back receiver and then multiple spots on defense. Was there anybody recruiting you to play something other than linebacker? Uh, yes, actually. Um, very early in my recruitment, um, Kansas wanted me to play receiver when I was getting uh, recruited by Coach Dearman. And uh, Mississippi State wanted me to play receiver as well. Jeez. So it says here you run or you ran an 11.600 as a junior. Uh, that was a soft, sophomore. A sophomore, sophomore year. year. All right. So yeah. explain to me how you can bring that speed because I see you had a uh, ankle injury your senior year. So I know uh, yes. you kind of regressed a little bit, but you've rehabbed and you're getting back to that spot. Explain how you mm. think you can bring that to the SEC and what kind of a playing style it'll bring. Um, I feel like just just me using my uh, God gifted abilities, I could bring like a lot to the table, uh, like my sideline to sideline, um, my sideline to sideline ability, and just my uh, my way of like tracking down the ball. I'll say that's that's one of my uh, big uh, strengths when it comes to football. So I see here you played in Mobile, Alabama. Who yes, was sir. your, I guess, favorite player to go up against, and then who was the most competitive and gifted player you went up against? Uh, okay, so the most gifted was probably um, Robert Woodyard. He's the uh, linebacker at Auburn now. Um, and I say, you said my my most favorite player to go up, go up against. Oh yeah, because you knew you just dog him, or it was just always competitive. Um, I'll say probably Lucas Taylor. He's at Mississippi State right now. He was a, a tackle for St. Paul's. That's nice. That was a yeah. <laughs> so I take it you played. Uh, Pee Wee football, right? No, I didn't. I didn't. So, what year did you start playing? 
I started playing football my seventh grade year, so middle school. Middle school. So what what got you into the sport? Um, it was really just me starting like playing football when I was like young, like around the neighborhood and stuff. But uh, my mom never let me play football. Actually, I was always a basketball guy. So, come seventh grade, um, I got on the football team, and ever since then, I guess it's just been going up. All right. So, looking back on it, it says the first team that offered you here is the University of Tennessee. Uh, yes, correct. And then it led to, I guess, what looked to be a landslide of offers because as soon as they sent one, it just it seemed like it was maybe three or four days between every single offer. But yes, a bunch of Florida fans are really confused, or they they're happy now, but they had to be confused with the whole committing, decommitting, and then committing back. Mm-hmm. So what led to that? The um, it was it was really some some personal things that went into that, um, you know, that me and my uh, mom felt that it was necessary for me to, uh, um, you know, step back and view my other options. And yeah, that's, that's what happened with that. <laughs> I mean, that's completely understandable. Trust me. So <clears throat> with you choosing Florida over Georgia and Bama, specifically Bama being the home state team, what was that like? Um. It was really um, a lot of pressure, pressure, really. Um, you know, like like you said, being from Alabama, you have a lot of Alabama fans. Like, everywhere you go, you see Alabama fan. So, um, it was really just a lot of pressure, you know. But it was it was even much harder, like, just telling myself, like, I want to go here and that's what I'm going to be instead of, like, being what other people wanted me to be. All right. And I guess a couple more questions I've got. <clears throat> so, you're going into your freshman year at Florida and – all the lists have started coming out, you know, top 10 QBs in the SEC, blah, blah, blah. Everybody is putting Anthony Richardson really low, in my personal opinion. What do you have to say to the naysayers as somebody who's watched him? They're going to be on the team with him. What do you have to say to all the naysayers about Anthony? Um, you know, I feel like uh, AR, I tell you that himself, um, like, just watch him work. Like, you know, um, just come to the first game, see how it go, and, like, just watch him the whole season. I mean, I'm sure he he's not like a big talker, you know. He rather uh, showing his uh, play on the field. So I just say, you know, the rankings and the the polls don't mean anything. Just watch his play this year. So if you were to be, I guess, hit with the opportunity for a position switch on defense, where do you feel like you would fit in the most? Because watching your film at linebacker, it looks like you are actually a hybrid. You can play a little mm-hmm. bit of safety. A little bit of linebacker, a little bit of everything, to be honest. So, if you were offered a position change, where would you switch to? On defense? Yes. Safety. 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 All right. Yeah. So, what's, what uh, NFL caliber safety would you compare your play style to? Oh, man. Um, is Jamal Adams, he's a he's a safety, right? He's like a nickel. He, he's a hybrid. So, just – Hybrid. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really pay attention to safeties like that. Because in my um, opinion, you have the playing style of an Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons, yeah, I was thinking of that too. Yeah. So yeah, maybe Isaiah Simmons. All right. So seeing here, let's see. I'm still looking at your 24/7 profile. It says you have a huge ceiling. So in three to four years, what team? And this is just 
not like I understand you'll be taken by any team that'll take you. I get that. But if you could choose, who would you let take you in the NFL draft? Uh, New Orleans Saints. The Saints? Yeah. Any specific reason? Uh, not really. Um, probably because New Orleans is New Orleans is probably the closest, you know, NFL team to Mobile. So <laughs> probably New Orleans Saints. But you know, it really doesn't matter. I go to any any of the teams. You know, it's 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 really a blessing to go to any teams actually. But I say New Orleans Saints. So playing in the SEC, is there any specific team? that you would like to travel to an away game and play against just because you want to see the stadium's culture with all of their fans filled up? Um, Everybody talks about, like, uh, like LSU and the, the night games at LSU and, like, Texas A&M. So probably one of those. I love the uh, playing that environment. What about is there any specific team that you want to make sure all three to four years that you completely decimate and make sure that you have a four-year win streak against them? <laughs> um, no team right now that I can think of. Maybe after the season, you know, when I get a feel of all the teams, maybe I can take it in. All right, I got you. Because you know we're definitely going to have to bring you on for another episode after the season. Yeah, I got you. Uh, so it's high school. You're doing your – what's your pregame ritual before any high school game? Um. I'll take two naps before the game, one like right after I get out of school and another one probably around two hours before the game. Um, listen to my music, get taped, um, probably play a little game on my phone to, you know, kind of relax or whatever. And then after that, uh, go out for warm-ups. After warm-ups, I mean, it's game time. So pretty simple guy. Well, I'm glad you glad you brought up the music because next question is going to be your top five hype songs before any game. Oh man, top five! Mm-hmm. If you want uh, to, you can even go to eight. <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't know. I like Meek Mill, Dreams and Nightmares. That's a good song to play before a game. Um, you got another one. Actually, I never listened to this song before a game, but I just started listening to it because uh, Ventrell uh, told me about it. Um, probably G Herbo Focused. I like that song. That's a good song. Um, what else? I like some Adele, even though that's not a hype, but I like Adele. Um, Hello, that song. That's my favorite. Uh, what else? That I'll say I don't really know because like I listen. I have to listen to some Raw Wave. You know, he'll get me, you know, mentally prepared. Uh, and for my last one, I'm going to say Shake uh, West, uh, Mo Bamba. <laughs> That's about it. I'm going to be dead honest with you. The one that you would think we haven't heard before is some Adele, but we heard that on last week's episode. Somebody literally oh, told us that it goes straight from Adele to King Bond and then they're ready to hit the field. The one oh that man! Is yeah, Mo Bamba in a minute. Oh my lord, I forgot that song yeah. existed. <laughs> oh, all right. So I know uh, Jaren's got a couple more questions, and then I'll see if uh, our boy Cuzzo's got one, and then I'll probably just sign us out. So go ahead and take it away, Jaren. All right. So I have a couple questions that kind of pair together. Is uh is a lot of people have been questioning Billy Napier's ability to recruit. 
But I feel like the last couple of weeks we've been able to see that with Marcus Stokes and Trayon Webb committing uh, to the class of 23. I just uh, was wondering what would you say to those people that are nervous that he can't recruit? And then are there any particular players that you're trying to recruit to come play in the swamp? Um, uh, What I'll say to those people that say he can't recruit is it's really just a lot of uh, outside people looking in. Um, it's a process to recruiting and, you know, so I'll just, that's what I would just say. I'm going to leave that short. And the people that I want to come to UF, um, number one is Malik Bryant. We need him in that Florida Gators uniform. And um, Cameron James, Cameron James. He's, yeah, those two is who I definitely need at UF next year. No, 100% agree. 100%. Cuzzo, you got any more questions? Oh, there he is. All right, Shamar, what's your um, favorite video games to play? Call of Duty. Um, I be on um, Warzone on Rebirth. Uh, I've been playing that game, like, every day. Um, so, yeah, Call of Duty, most definitely. What's the um, highest skills you've got on Warzone? I'm not too good at that. So um probably like seven, maybe seven, eight. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. So once again, we want to thank Shamar for coming out. We understand that it is summertime, so I know he's got plenty of stuff to do and we recorded this episode on Friday night, so he's definitely got a lot to do. Just thank <laughs> you. And we're definitely looking forward to seeing you in the swamp this year. <clears throat> going to be a great linebacker through the next three to four years of your career and even farther. So we're grateful that you came on to the episode. Look forward to seeing you grow and definitely going to keep some tabs on you. We'll try to get you back for another episode after the season because we want you to stay completely locked in during the season and don't worry about coming on a podcast. So just thank you for coming on. Thank you for such great answers. And we know all of us Florida, Florida Gator faithful. We'll be happy and excited to hear this episode. So as everybody knows, good morning, good afternoon, and good night from the V2 crew.